The black and white ancient wash leaves with a fervency locust and the sprig of spring's waning. Waiting like there would be another moment with slow alternation between their hands and quickening and soft to a constriction of the pulses beneath them as if the current movement of their cleansing were not enough and yet as a thrush swoops through a moment lasts for the eaves of the way lines around them braiding their hair together as the pulses soothe the stains. A cold and quiet calm came over the forest, a morning light waking as if a dream trapped inside a veil were pouring itself from root to wayline awning over the skin like the dew of grasses warms the air, the green scent of spring seeps through the skin. Calling the perfect hunter as an entrance slumbers as the forest unfolds into the grassland. Not the pooling flow of lava, but as if the scent carried the air from the forest through the skin in a way that made it feel not to exist at all as the perfect hunter, Kate first, returned as though the vast expanse behind them were nothing but the same lush landscape in front. there were only five leaves rolled out and drying as they finished their washing. The air was to smell of dew for the wind to feel alive and warming, not for the blooming flowers. Passion, though they were like morning glories bursting forth midnight into a noonday sun, but for the ancients to have time while the leaves dried and with them to bathe Soma in rest. As a matter or course of acquiescent wisps, their unaware soft morning, welcoming the perfect hunter as every step below their feet became like a print softly holding each step as the ground rose to their barely even putting weight into their steps as if to let the forest remain in every movement forward. A priestly waver in their motion as they kept for the forest before them. A homeless woman says to the mechanic, looking over her shoulder as she opens a rather large suit of armor. Anyone could have opened this. Can you please stop? The mechanic replies, You are not to be negated. Clasping her hand as if the warmth of dew could hold tender the words like a fingerprint. You are opening that. It's beautiful. You are opening that. It's beautiful. Check, check, check. All citizens are hereby required to place their bandanas upon the square at mid-station time. All bandanas are here to be alchemized into ginkgo leaves. These leaves will not be reclaimable, and no citizen is to question their destiny, as has been spelled for them for a reason. And if you do not live by what you have been given, a siren will surely sound scornful upon your distrust of ginkgo leaves.
Wool mingles ever so slowly, felted from all corners of the city as if to displace pollen as dirt, in so much as it relieves even the shallowest of breaths to form a bulletin within a small community as Racine digitizes, leaving out the young oaks and barreling as paper planes pleading with the closed doors of a trainer to let them glide safely homeward. Butterflies, cold as canary wings, nest upon phonograph more widely tunneled than the listening apparatus the wool cyclops holds to their ear. A quiet, more silent than the stillness of air circling its predominant candlelight brings a squirrel across a path, a cap of Dried puckered petals holding slide with a luminary reflection. Mouse, thorn, afraid, knots of riptides in the brick lodged in a creek. How only a tentacle crossing could draw a limb of the persimmon tree inside enough to hold the bow of the perfect hunter still. Cold and dry in Achilles' tongue, asunder as if to. The slow and steady strain of magpies crisscross a felted beret tonguing at apron strings as if a sparrow fitting the delicate dim of pulse from tree to tree, billowing moss in a hydration of mattering sinew. A sunlight beacon heft and duly entangled with the band of yams shone only for the shadow that it might make noticeable as if a vision from some other place time without the song of memory taking flight upon the sinew integumentary our dear flotsam it was morning and not one cow had died they kept an acorn in a bread box It was raining in the city. It was beautiful as the skin spelled out the word nine. It was beautiful in the reflection of fall trees on the water in the forest. Everywhere. Could have been said to there have been almost unaware of how these movements turned and churned the world as if their movement had held it all still, hoping only to keep that time as a pulse all its own. It was the second quartz, wild as loons, that told a single daisy. To be certain, what had been found is relief of what had been too unimaginable. Lightening, as the plane of the grassland sought to shorten its distance, that only the forest and city would be visible to each other, if one were to stand there. The girl with black hair pulls a page from the book she is writing in as she places it on the ground at the southern corner of the square. Newsprint and parchment stretching like a stringed instrument, warm bowed and carried into the night. 
I transform her riding, enrapturing as she skips into the streets and roads like soft new feathers with fledglings. If a scent of fennel be potent, she thinks as she folds the end of the paper into the plane, gliding it into the unknown corners of the city, the tail of a phoenix pulling the page loose as it flies, pulses jumping like fish towards it. She turns, pulling both her arms towards her chest as she smiles, eyes closed. Hopefully, she runs quickly to her book and places her palm upon the pages, telling the pulses to return to the waylines below as she gently stands, noticing the absence of torn paper and a lone pulse moving through the pages like a bookmark settled with breathing, a reminder of the words she gave away. They found a black thrush in the apron of the woman by the fountain. Soft as a nest, fireflies into a lost and found sign nailed to a telephone pole. Kismet as it could be to reflect such a visage, the same as it were in sign, as if to reveal something lost even to the sound of its own song. One day, when the pulses from the forest and the pulses from the city meet in the center of the grasslands, a deer will appear which will look quite like another deer. When it arrives, there will be no shift in the plane, barely even anything noticeable. But this deer is not from the time the grasslands were holding in the wind, and so when it arrives, there is nothing to stop the pulses from retracting as if repelled by some invisible shift in its soma. This should not have needed to happen twice as both deer were safe where they were in the first place and as it were there wasn't really much to do except that the grass would move and the wind ever so slightly and as it did the pulses found themselves easily suitable to harmonize again with the soma of the deer. As a dark frog escapes through the plain into the forest hiding safely under a plant and able to cause, treat, pain. A buzzard, righteously soared to the curb of a farm garden, wings spread as a goose, bowing its head twice in a gesture, both trusting and humbled, its feet filling the cold, frozen ground below it as it raises its chest to the sky, wings spread as the sky above changes colors, with boast of its pride, of its landing. The wool cyclops walks slowly down the streets of bakeries and hardware stores, in every piece of wool in its body with the same word upon it, its body emanating a strange sort of soma immediately visible, echoing the color alight the pyramid hedge timepiece, so quickly, in fact, that the citizens had to construct a suit made of iron and Kevlar in order to contain the artifacts the spin of the word affected each other as they made parsimony to contain the air as the soma coiled. Time slowing down around its body created an abated discordance, making its steps seem more performed than clandestine. Having constructed the suit so quickly and with such materials, they found themselves breathless for a time, deeply breathing to catch their pace with time, as for them it had not slowed and seemed to be quickening as they exhaled. And with the chestnut sun, a lark returned a gift most pure to where it had shown its first light, searching, 
Some distance away, a dwarf tree with empty acorn caps stands strong, waving in the crisp night air. Grasslands Without Time is written and produced by Kate Madera, with artwork by Rachel Amber Longo, and music by Human Nature. Have a civic titus, civeta time. <laughs>